That's a Shame is brought to you by the people who support us over at patreon.com slash shamecity. If you have a dollar, two dollars, a dollar to spare, join us again at patreon.com slash shamecity, please. Hello and welcome to episode 147 of That's a Shame. We're back to a normal intro. Smash that subscribe button. We thought we were, but we're not. Isaac there, he just, he doesn't have any respect for tradition. Oh, I see. I'm a content creator. Is this episode going to be filled with smash cuts then? It's going to be filled with big YouTube talk. Big YouTube talk? Yeah. Wow, like the about BYTT um, annotations. Loads oh, of them. I think they got rid of those. Yeah, actually. they did. Yeah, four eighty p. No thanks. If, if you know, right? you know. Like, yeah. if, you, if you're in, then <laughs> no. Um, it is episode one hundred and forty-seven yeah, of that's yeah, a shame. Is. And we are a podcast, not a YouTube channel. Yet. Although our ava- we episodes have are available channel. on YouTube. And here's a little tip that might just really get you going. Might get your rocks off. Yep. The episodes come out on YouTube first before, sometimes an hour before they ever appear anywhere else. Wow. So if you were desperately keen to if listen. If you are gagging for tasks. Hit that, hit that bell notification, boys. <laughs> Fortnite oh, dance. Is it, is it a public channel? Yes, now, a public I'm channel. sure that it didn't always be. I don't know if it didn't always be or it did always be. But, but maybe it, it won't it be now. Oh, that perfect. certain. Um, Last week's episode... Yeah, I don't remember what it was. was it, it was Gate Nink. Oh! A classic. Oh. Uh, Punchdown. Yeah. 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 yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it started with a brief, but yeah. some have said still too long, uh, <laughs> foray into the world of Harry Potter fan fiction. Now, most listeners probably won't be aware unless they're very keen. They've been picking up on some of your Twitter presence yeah. and a couple of hints you've dropped yeah. in the chat. Like an ARG that I'm doing. For yeah. Them. That you, uh, you've been reading a lot of Harry Potter fan fiction. No, I've not been reading. Fa- well, I suppose well, no, in a way. Been, yeah, you have. The kind of fan fiction prime, which is the books themselves. Yes. Yeah. I was rereading them for the first time ever. Yeah. That's weird because, uh, I've reread them maybe. Uh, at least half a dozen times each, wow. I think. Uh, I, I mean, I did back in the days. Because when you were waiting for them, the new ones to come out, yeah. I would just reread the old ones. They're very rereadable. Yeah, they are. They're very. It's very easy reading. Yeah. And that's good. Gripping, though. Yes. Not easy reading in the sense that just casting your eye down an optician's chart is easy reading. Assuming, no. Assuming you can see the letters. Well, exactly. If, if you can't, then well, that's... Well, that's hard a, reading. That's very That's difficult. the definition of a challenge read. Um, and... You came to the very end of the very last of the main canon, the main series. Yeah, I of finished books. it on the train to Liverpool today. Weeping, I was. Yeah, weeping and all over the place in public. But you said that uh, an interesting feature of your Kindle, yeah, was that it gave you some recent reviews. Yeah, when you finish a book on the old Kindle and you've marked it as like I'm reading it on Goodreads, then you get this nice email, which I was enjoy looking through which is like oh well done you finished this book here's how long it took here's how long it takes people on average here's what you might like to read next here's what people have been saying about the book Mm -hmm. and people have been saying a whole host of stuff uh mostly positive mostly positive yeah i had a little look at the old goodreads like reviews for these books and they they're all basically five out of five stars aren't they for the most part yeah but there are some a few dissenting voices out there. Yes. And that's something that we wanted to explore today. That's a We this, love a maverick. This week's particular avenue of shame yeah. to be dissected. It is. Yeah. So t- talk to me a little bit about what inspired you from this particular one-star review that you read. Well, it was very long. And it was... V- mm. Let me put this out. It was very good. And it really oh. it changed my life. It stopped you crying. It did. It shuttered up those tear ducts. And you've actually come home wearing a I've renounced Harry Potter t-shirt. Yeah, and on the back it says, fuck Harry, brackets, not in the fanfic way. Mm. Yeah. Um, this person had gone Prompting in. a lot of questions already answered by your t-shirt. <laughs> oh, yes. Five books in, they said, uh, J.K. Rowling had lost her way. 
Mm. And they use the phrase novice novelist to describe her uh, as well. One of the a novicelist. Yeah, uh, they didn't go that far. Interesting. Maybe they should have done. That sounds uh, a bit like a spell. But they basically, yeah, they they their problem with Half Blood Prince was the this one actually, I think, or or maybe it was Deathly Hallows. I can't remember. Their problem was uh, just that it lacked emotion, oh. which I think you found. Yeah, those last two books. What with the character deaths yep. the resolution of a uh, story that been with most people for the entirety most of their, of their childhood yeah. uh yeah there wasn't a lot to be emotional about very to little be, to be trite fair yes um the fact that someone could be so wrong made me think who else out there <laughs> is also fucking it up and let me tell you there's a, a lot of them there's a few there's a lot um i i assume and i mean the, i know certainly from my research perspective, that the majority of these reviews that we're going to have are going to be uh, from the perspective of uh, people critiquing the books themselves. Right. Um, but I did just want to maybe open, just to kind of get it out of the way, um, that there are other people who have different criticisms okay. to be giving. Um, and these people are to be found on uh, on Amazon. Oh, now they, that's a big site. They were disappointed um i've got got one person here who just said one star Ooh. this was for the philosopher's stone um and they said no full stop okay low quality of entire book wow <laughs> and that is it and i take it that they mean the printed book but also the words within it i believe so um and an interesting one here also from someone called mrs la flint Big gave fun. it one star i love the books is the title of the review. Oh, weird, weird juxtaposition. And this is interesting that she left this as a review for uh, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone because uh-huh. it feels more like a review for Amazon itself because she said in the bulk of it, merely this, I love the books, but I absolutely hate the system for electronic purchase. Oh, what a system it is. <laughs> it's what, big. What year it's, did she write It's that? big, but uh, that was 26th of August, 2015. Okay, so she's just coming around to it, I guess. Yeah, exactly. By now, That's she's enough. absolutely fine with it. Let me hit you with one. Okay, go on. Also go on Amazon. Uh, this was for the box set of all Harry ah. Potters, which I believe was only released in the last couple of years. Mm. Uh, this is 31st of January 2019. And let me just stress once more, when I say box set, I mean, it's books. It's their books, the Harry Potter They books. are books. When you call them the Harry Potter books, what you refer to is that they are the written books written of Harry Potter, yeah. These CDs are incomplete, exclamation mark. All of these CDs are incomplete, says Andrew Berry. I bought them for my severely disabled son and they just cut out after a short time. I'm really dissatisfied with them and I haven't realised until now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. I, I woke up this morning and realised just what that, how disappointed. It's not <laughs> this nagging sense of impending doom. Definitely would not recommend them. So he's he's made a big error. Yeah, well, he has. He's taken a book and he's shoved it into a Walkman. And it it played for a bit. That's the most impressive thing <laughs> of all. And in many ways, JK is more of a genius than we thought. Yeah, though, because she transcends media yeah. in the most literal way. Um, I, the majority of mine I got from an article that was itself uh, very poor. Okay. Very boring. Uh, and I'm therefore not going to credit the person. Nice. <laughs> because I'm not actually going to read any of their words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am just going to read some of these reviews, which I, I could have found myself. Easily. But I just, I just, uh, it was easier. They, yeah, were, yeah, they yeah. were all here. They are mine in chronological order. Some short, some long. Okay. Um, and they cover a real breadth of people's concerns. Okay. And that's the thing that I think I found most impressive about these one-star reviews is is that I was expecting going in that it would be, you know... One star, like, don't like Harry Book Potter. For babies. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, there's a couple of people who say those dotted yeah, about. but like you said, the majority I've found have been people who are like, I love Harry Potter, but... Yeah. Or like, I really enjoyed Goblet, but I felt she was slipping by order of the... There's a... Um, there's another contingent of people, perhaps more interesting, who claim to hate Harry Potter oh. and to have always hated Harry Potter, but they're, like, talking about order of the phoenix yeah, yeah. and you're like just don't read it pal it's easily done don't don't yeah, read simple. you didn't have to buy it or read it yeah 
Um, I want to start with a really fundamental criticism. Okay. Um, and this, I think, really cuts to the heart of Philosopher's Stone and to the series as a whole. And I think that you personally are going to be quite affected by this. Okay. It's not going to shatter my illusions because I kind of hold them up. I'm really sorry, but it is. I really do not like this book. It is full of dot, 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 scare quotes, magical things. (laughs) Oh, that's true, though. And I really was not interested in the book or characters at all. This book is definitely not worth all the hype it got. It was hard to follow, hard to understand, and definitely not a good book. End. Wow, that's definitive. <laughs> yeah, end um, in all caps. Hard to follow is an interesting Hard to follow, hard to understand. Of one of the simplest bits Honestly, of Honestly, so frank. There's not like, a lot of like no, subtext in book one. There's not a lot of subtext. There's not a lot of difficult vocabulary. Philosophers. Oh, uh, yeah. Turned off by the title. Yeah, that's it. Should have got sorcerers. Done. And, but I think really the, the big criticism here, the big reveal, is that it is full of magical... Magical that, things. That will disappoint you. I guess if you start the book and you're like, ooh, just, well, this is just set in Surrey or wherever it is. Yeah. There's fuck all magic. Oh, yeah, because about. Mr. and Mrs. Dursley of number 14, Privet Drive. Kind of, it says they can't fucking get enough, no magic. Yeah. And then Thank you very much. Chapter two, a snake. Big snake. Smashes a glass. And then as crawls off up. to a broomstick. Madness. Stupid. Absolute madness. Another person here called Spencer. Uh, who left their review on December 1st, 1999. Uh-huh. It was very unrealistic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's fair. some of the scenes came out of nowhere. And there were chapter cuts where there should not have been chapter cuts. Oh, really? And that's all I have to say. Well, I guess that's fair enough. <laughs> that's, that's more than enough where for one person. Chapter cuts? Well, I don't, well, they don't give any examples. That's all they have to say. That's very enigmatic problem to have with the book but i suppose that they uh really they they just thought it was unrealistic as a whole the chapter cuts is but one strand yeah of the it would be unrealistic that the action would stop there yeah it would have been a page later yeah exactly or earlier well, who's to say let me hit you with this short review by pt miller on goodreads eight people found this helpful mm-hmm. one star this is for half-blood prince oh, okay books are dull Rather than uh, read the book, wait for the film to come out. Okay. Films take less effort than books and are louder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That surely depends on what you're doing with the book. Or the film. Mm, yeah. yeah. Pop it on mute and smash a book against the wall. <laughs> and P.T. Miller. <laughs> yeah, uh, that is an interesting take. And is that it's interesting that that was his take specifically on Half-Blood Prince. That he got through the previous five, absolutely fine. And and only really was it with Half-Blood Prince that the lack of volume to the book began to to really grate. All of the ones I found are for Half-Blood Prince because I think it's the best one. And so the people who say it's the worst one are obviously the most wrong. Like Jessica here. Okay, go for it. Rating it one star. Okay. And there is a spoiler coming up. We should just say now... It's spoilers for the whole for the whole series. If Dumbledore you haven't read it, died full stop. Sad face. Out of the characters, he was one of my favourites. <laughs> Why specify out, out of, of the, the characters? characters? Yeah, out of the adjectives. <laughs> if he hadn't died, I might have added another star to my rating. I really don't enjoy this series, though. I still carried on reading it anyway. It's a well written book. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just it's not the book for me. Sorry, only one star off me. <laughs> you know what? Fair yeah. play. I love I love reviews that admit there's nothing wrong with this. It's totally fine. Not for me. Go for it. Very Absolutely silly. go off. Um, this is another one from 1999. Like we're wow. talking early reviews here. Old school. Um, and I, what were you doing? I believe uh, me. I was just getting ready for 9/11. Oh, okay. And what preparing myself to? emotionally. That's quite a few years of prep. You've got two it's just years. two years. Yeah. Well, it was a big event. I, I needed to be ready because yeah. what happened was. Mum picked us up from school and we went home. And then we just had to watch the news, like Moan of the Vampire was on. And, and just one channel way. And I'm like, okay, well, Moan of the Vampire, that's that's like four till half four. Half four till five, we've got Arthur. So at least wow. we've got half four rolls round. No, Still the news. Still the news. That's not I'm right. thinking, right, I mean, five till half five, that's Blue Peter. I don't really like Blue I never really liked Blue Peter. But I was like, I'll take it. It's a bit of a dweeb show. Straight on through. 
all the way through. Didn't get to watch a single thing. That's why Bin Laden won, didn't he? Well, yeah. I was terrorised. Yeah. Um, all these books yeah. are about witchcraft. True. I cannot believe that Amazon would sell Mr. Potter's books. <laughs> 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 Mr. Potter. All his books are about witchcraft <laughs> and pull children into his this, this cult deeper and deeper with each book. If you don't it. believe me, take these books to your pastor or priest or rabbi and ask them what they think. Okay. I found an article on this note. Oh, right. From, uh, what's it called? Christian Today. Christianity Today, published in, like, around the time of the first book, I think. Yeah. I'm just going to read it until my nose is so blocked that I can't read anymore. (laughs) The Perils of Harry Potter. Literary device or not, witchcraft is real and dangerous. Oh, okay. I have an idea for a wonderful series of children's books, says Jackie Comscles, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, no, it's not that. (laughs) I'm imagining a delightful fantasy world. In my world, there is a secret. Tucked away on the upper shelves of every home is a product that, when used the right way, can make children's dreams come true. Common rat poison. (laughs) (laughs) When mixed with orange soda, it'll turn into an elixir that's out of this world. When you drink it in one big gulp, not only does it taste heavenly, it also makes you happy, beautiful, and for 24 hours, gives you the power to accomplish one wish. One shy, picked-on, highly intelligent boy has discovered the secret, and he intends to use his new power to help the world. These books will be exciting adventures. Easy enough for eight-year-olds, but compelling enough to keep teens entertained. Hmm. What? Now there's a little pause here. An authorial shift. Like a lacuna. Yeah, like, what? Parents would worry that this, quote, innocent fantasy Hmm. might spill over into the real world. Someone might actually try mixing rat poison and orange soda in real life. Though the parallels are hardly exact. <laughs> this is what we're Thanks talking about. for that concession, Miss Consclios, or whatever your name Potter is. Series. Incredible. We're taking something deadly from our world. What do we think that she was worried kids might do from the first Harry Potter book? Try and jump into a mirror. Unlock doors. <laughs> Whisper at three-headed dogs. Play music for canines. We're taking something deadly from our world and turning it into what some are calling, quote, merely a literary device. Regardless of how magic is portrayed in the series, we need to remember that witchcraft in real life can and does lead to death. Mm. The forever and ever kind. Uh, From about but, age... You know, she, yeah. I mean, she hasn't read the books, clearly, because it's the forever and ever kind in the books, too. Yes, that's true. <laughs> From about age 10 to my early 20s, the supernatural fascinated me. I devoured stories of witch, of wizards and magic, power and adventure. Mm. At one point, I was reading three or four a week. I craved mystical experience. On the outside, I was a normal kid. I'd been confirmed and attended worship nearly every week. Oh, well. wow. On the inside, however, the supernatural was taking over my thoughts. Couldn't stop imagining the spirits. <laughs> Try though I might. One day they started speaking to me. I cried out to God and he rescued me. <laughs> the voices stopped and I never read another mystical novel for fun again. Wow. While I never God really saved you. reading the fantasy books, that's not true of many today. Our world is exploding with interest in real witchcraft. Type, how can I become a witch in google.com? <laughs> She's, she's doing more yeah. to encourage witchcraft than any of the Harry Potter books. And you'll get listings for dozens of related sites. <laughs> dozens! The same query. Now, this will startle you. The same query in askjeeves.com brings up many articles. The main one, giving a simple eight-step process for becoming a witch on wow. your own. Oh, my God. Let's please find that. I want to become a witch <laughs> on our in own. eight easy steps. In just days, my local Barnes & Noble nearly sold out its floor display of a teen witch kit, complete with paper altar. <laughs> Furthermore, paper altar, did yeah. she say? For Furthermore, sake. author J.K. Rowling admits that some Harry Potter readers have convinced themselves that Harry's world is real. She gets letters all the time, desperate letters addressed to Hogwarts, begging to be allowed to attend Harry's school. When fantasy produces that kind of a reaction, we are naive to assume that witchcraft is merely a harmless, fun device. Jackie... So, hang on. Yeah. She, her, her premise here is that witchcraft is real. 
Yeah. But her concern is that people believe it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Jackie, that's the end of the article, but just the bio. Jackie uh, Consclees <laughs> lives in northeastern Wisconsin with her family. The November-December Lutheran Parent magazine will include a fuller version of this essay. Okay. Well, thank, well we'll have to find so that can, at some point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We can have yeah. to find that for sure. Um, to contrast Jackie Consclees. Yeah. Uh, I've got uh, uh, a review here from Chase Lombardo. Ah. Um, and is this, that, is, uh, this is from April 1st, 2001. London Review of Books. N- uh, no, it's a kid's review. Okay. I did not like it. It was to evil and gave me bad dreams. It's very scary. I liked the colouring book more. <laughs> <laughs> what colouring book? Well, the... Famous Harry Potter, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Oh, um, did you not? I didn't get that copy. No, that's that's interesting. I didn't pre-order it properly, I, I guess. I feel like we're owed a, a more in-depth, because it's it's easy for us to um, to kind of laugh at these one-star reviews when they're sort of brief asides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, what we want is someone who's really looked into the, the series, who is a fan, uh-huh. and who has really just not enjoyed it and given it one star. And I think you're going to like this. <clears throat> From the 27th of July, 2000, this review is titled... Now, you're not looking at me. I need you to look okay. at this because it's just... You might not get it otherwise. Harry Potter and the Chamber of Disappointment. Oh! <laughs> That's very funny. It is, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, in this book, we read about Harry's second year at Hogwarts. But this time... Some strange things are happening. Unlike the first year. Well, exactly. Perfectly ordinary <laughs> Normal, stuff. just like my own school yeah. experience. Petrified people, odd voices, and strange writing on the wall. It's up to Ron and Harry to save Hogwarts what and find out the mystery. Well, she's all... She's been erased. She's petrified, isn't she? Well, she's most of it. She's no use to anyone. That's ridiculous. Even though she is the one who solves, solves it. it. Yeah. yeah. I like Harry Potter, but this book was a letdown to me. Most of you... Or few of you may be disagreeing with me. <laughs> but in my opinion, this is a disappointment. Why am I thinking this? I'll tell you why. First, the plot of this story is similar to the first book. Second, who cares about the Chamber of Secrets? <laughs> what do you mean? It's an amazing point to put who the second. Fuck cares? It cares. Keep why? your Chamber of Fucking Secrets. It gets, it gets better. Why does Slytherin have his own Chamber of Secrets? Why don't Gryffindor, Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw have their own chambers too? Well, it wouldn't be very secret if they all had a fucking chamber. <laughs> a public chamber. Oh. Also, what's with this basilisk talking with <laughs> Harry and paralysing people? Talking with him, yeah. you say. Like then, they're having a chat. And then an amazing, an amazing deconstruction. I think that an idea, I think an idea of a basilisk seems, and then what adjective do you think we've got? Um, fruity. Unreasonable. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very Rowling could question. have replaced the basilisk with some made-up, more creative creature. Oh, yeah. Unlike like the, the real, real zoological phenomenon of a two hundred foot snake. snake. <laughs> Finally, why is Gilderoy Lockhart in the book? If he is such a bad teacher at Hogwarts, why did Dumbledore hire him in the first place? I find his character useless. <laughs> he wow. doesn't know any magic except for a memory charm. Dumbledore would have fired him if he knew what a stupid person Lockhart was. He just ruined another part of the story for me and was another letdown. In my opinion, this book is the worst of all four Harry Potter books in the series. I recommend the other three books to any Harry Potter fan or any reader. I found this book to be a waste of money and paper. Wow. (laughs) And that's the end. That person was like egregiously disappointed. They were, well, Harry Potter in the Chamber of Disappointment. Yeah. I mean, I I sort of feel bad for them because that's not it's not a fun experience to go through just feeling like your time's being wasted by J.K. at no, every turn. Exactly. Gildroy is a waste. The basilisks are waste. The petrified people. <laughs> Who gives a fuck about the chamber itself? I mean, come on, it's in the title. Come it's boring on. as people hell. Interest J.K. J.K. Rowling. Your readers are not brain dead. One star. Twenty sixth of July two thousand and five. Amazon. This is a. Review that 28 people found helpful. Let's see if we can make it 29. Oh. I was hotly anticipating the latest book in the Potter series, and I was sure it would be the best yet. Little did I know I would be stunned. I think that's a, a like. reference. With shock and disappointment after finishing this tripe. 
I knew someone would die and that it would be darker, so I was expecting it to be grimmer, but with adventure, magic, and all the usual ingredients that make Harry Potter a good read, like Hogwarts classes. Uh, yeah. Instead, I was reading in disbelief as I received a revolting overdose of teenage lust and sex kissing, page upon page of Harry's obsession with Malfoy's doings, which got extremely boring. And to make matters worse, the intriguing Half-Blood Prince storyline was such a letdown and so insignificant to the plot as a whole that the book should have been given a different title. The worst thing about this book is that Rowling has turned an enigmatic and complex character, Snape, into a run-of-the-mill, straight-up villain. The f- that is the most <laughs> fundamental misunderstanding of of the whole series <laughs> it's possible to take. The final chapter also included a scene-for-scene rip-off straight out of Spider-Man. <laughs> when the hero <laughs> it, swings it, it around. It does not. <laughs> I, can, I don't know what, which Spider-Man. bit they're about. I can tell you now. <laughs> That it does not. Where the hero decides, and I think you'll recognise now, you're funny, because Spider-Man did do this first and only, decides that he can't stay with the woman he loves because she'll be in too much danger through him. That, folks, it's called plagiarism. Oh, fuck off. I can't put into words how disappointed I am. All I can say is that I hope book seven's a darn sight better than this rubbish. Bam. Back of the net. Now, I've got... they've amended that review mentally after reading the No, I think they forgot. Yeah. And I've got a review here that's got another moral quandary with uh, okay. with the series, specifically with um, <clears throat> the Chamber of Secrets. It's interesting because a it is the single maddest and longest sentence okay. I've ever read. <laughs> Second of all, it imp- there's a lot that implies they know a lot of what's going on, like quite intimately. Yeah, but also don't really name any of the characters okay hmm let's see it's okay to break rules if you're the good guy also for everyone's benefits if i say good guy or if i say bad guy yeah they're in scare quotes nice that's a cool way to write a review that's very nice and cool it's okay to break rules if you're the good guy but not okay if you're the bad guy it's okay for the head of the misuse of muggle artifacts to bewitch a muggle car, as long as the, he's the father of one of the good guys. But at the same time, it's not okay for a governor on the school board to keep illegal items because he's the father of one of the bad guys. But the good guy can get away with it as long as he's got the scoop on what's under the bad guy's drawing room floor. Let's just completely ignore what's in the good guy's garage. The bad guy loses his job for doing something illegal, and the good guy, who also did something illegal, doesn't. So it's okay to turn the tables and use the same tactics as the bad guys as they used on you as long as you're the good guy the ends justify the means how machiavellian is this really what we want to teach our kids of course kids like these books now they've got a hero that can break as many rules as he wants and get away with it i would hope that anyone with a decent set of moral values wouldn't buy into the hype and buy this book if you're a parent or a teacher i would strongly suggest that you read these books before allowing your children to read them and really think about whether or not you want your children influenced by their behavior in these books wow now that was an interesting very specific angle <laughs> on on the story of the Chamber of Secrets. It seems to be a kind of radically centrist equivocation between Malfoy trying to kill all the what he considers mudbloods in the Potterverse. Yeah, by planting the diary but, to open the chamber. But is that any better that really than, than by the letter of the law? A fly, mate. I yeah. mean, you know, they're both crimes. At the yeah. end of the day, they're both crimes. It's about it's about form, not content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. can't... I mean, we can never know the consequences anyway. You've got to just look at the act. Um, very strange. Very strange. Not good. Not good, not good. I've got a, another concerned parent here on Goodreads. October 16th, 2009. Janelle rates it one star only, Half-Blood Prince. I'm really sorry to say. While I enjoyed reading these books, I received a whole new perspective on them when my nine-year-old read them. I was not impressed when my daughter started quoting things from the book to her little brother, like, I will get revenge. (laughs) (laughs) And that, again, is a sentiment solely uh, in the Harry Potter universe. Yeah, well, there's there's no other revenge narratives out there. No. No, not even the one. (laughs) That's why she's a revolutionary. (laughs) That's really good. Uh, David... February 20th, 2008. This is an okay. old-school review. He went for one star as well and had a particularly uh, whimsical take, I suppose. Oh, that's good. It's, yeah. it's an, a niche I like that. Yeah. problem that you found with the books. And he sums it up really well with this first sentence, all caps, This book is gay! <laughs> <laughs> 
Ah. Oh. Now you split this up into three Now, points. I'm just going to say that for me, yeah. Half-Blood Prince yeah. is the most heterosexually horny of all of the books. Let me think if that's true. It is. That's the one yeah. where he kisses Ginny. Yeah, he kisses Ginny. And Ron, there's the love potion. Yeah. Uh, like, it's just, yeah, it's just all Slughorn. But he that's is. What, that's what he calls his own dick, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. The old slug. <laughs> as he's trying to put it into girls only. Yeah. Yes, he says that as well. <laughs> he says that at Aragog's funeral. <laughs> <laughs> Though your body will decay. And, and I will continue to fuck just girls. <laughs> I don't know about that. Harry, <laughs> he's a wise man, Slughorn. He doesn't have to say some funny things. First, it's Harry Potter. How can it not be gay? Dot, dot, dot. Second, they use wands. There isn't another version of magic out there that's more homosexual than wands. <laughs> Hell, version. even fairy magic is cooler than wands. <laughs> what a... Fairies in caps as well. I love the idea of, uh, of, of just because it's can be read as a phallic symbol. It's gayer than fairy magic. <laughs> it's so... F- this is... Third, why did Dumbledore drink that poison? Instead, he should have been like, Harry, I am too old to combat this poison. You must drink all this while I force it down your throat, which will cause excruciating amounts of pain, but you must do this for the greater good. The greater good. Or... Why has he written a gayer scene? <laughs> <laughs> or... Now you just sit there and watch the pro do magic. Dipping his cup into the murky solution, he brought it back, full to the point of overflowing. He then threw it into the water. I mean, honestly, you dumb shit. Don't drink that. It's poisons, lol. And that's the uh, the one star. You can see why it's a one star. You can see why. They've, They've really picked apart the, the hole in the plot. Yeah. Um, I don't want to put your the review you just read down. Okay. Well, it was a very good... But I have found one that is dumber. Okay. That's less relevant. Yeah. That's angrier. This is an all caps review. Okay. Yeah. Titled, Could Have Been Better? No. Okay. I believe it's about uh, Prisoner of Azkaban. Uh, But maybe it's not. I'm not sure. I doubt it matters. I'm not sure they know. Yeah. See if this resonated with your own experience. Okay, yeah, I'm casting my mind back. This book didn't flow. It didn't make me feel better about myself. It didn't inspire me to grow flowers in my garden. It made me (laughs) sick. Plain and simple. The crap Harry comes up with is pathetic. It doesn't even make you want to read the next book. I hated how Rowling just assumes how Harry thinks. She's a (laughs) woman. Harry's a guy. When a guy is 13, he isn't obsessed with magic. He is obsessed with girls. Or guys, if you know what I mean. This book almost delivers a real downer. A cheap depressant, if you will. And put me on the verge of suicide. I have not in all my life dwelled on taking my life, but after reading this mockery of magic and adolescence, I have discovered that there are many things better to do than waste my time and money on a book about a kid who wears a top hat and flies a broom. Somehow, Harry manages to survive everything without getting receiving a single scratch. If you want to use the time God gave you in a good way, then go outside and enjoy the sun and earth that God has provided for us all. Have a good day, Amazon. But please don't waste your time reading about a silly child with a silly name. And if you read between the lines, you can tell how Rowling is trying to escape the little 13-year-old boy that she created in Harry Potter. Think about that next time you read one of the Harry Potter books. Jesus. <laughs> what fury. That has the, the tenor of um, of a response that you'd get from someone who was standing in the corner of a party looking kind of seethingly around. Yeah. And kind of lingering at the edge of a conversation about Harry Potter and someone eventually like everyone's eyes have flickered to them being like Mm. who's gonna take the leap and let this stranger in and they're like oh yeah you're right we were just talking about um, Harry Potter and then he just launches into this book book didn't make me want to water my garden Harry Potter's a top hat what an amazing thing to say (laughs) where's a top hat a book that explicitly mentions herbology the the crap Harry comes up with it's an amazing what do you mean JK Rowling assuming she knows what he thinks because she is women (laughs) she's a woman Harry's a guy and also what's his context or frame of reference to state that 13 year old boys don't think about magic well what they're just out for that 
that game. What I prefer is he's obsessed with girls, brackets, or guys, if you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> what, what do you mean? You didn't... There was no There was no imagery. There was no code there. You no, just said if he likes guys instead. That's a shame. I've got one here. It's very short. Okay. Two words. Dumb book. Ah. In many ways, that says it all about Half-Blood Prince. Yeah, that, that kind of gets to the... It must really get you down as an artist to, to work and to toil over... Some a huge endeavour like a novel, especially a fairly long novel, with quite complex plotting tying into a broader narrative that you've conjured over several books prior and will have to carry forward into another, and for someone to just write dumb book and that's it, like that's, that's it. the response. You I spent feel your like whole life. I feel like that would be slightly <clears throat> crushing, even with the billions of of rolling dollars. Yeah, I suppose so for Mister Potter. Mm. Yeah, um, yes. here's one. Uh, again, this is this is a criticism that I think I, as an author, would love to see, uh-huh. just because it there's absolutely nothing you could have done. There's no way you could have foreseen this. Okay. This is one of the weirdest criticisms. It might be the weirdest criticism of the lot. Okay. Um, I'm 10 years old. My mother and my grandma have read them to me. I wanted to have this one so much, but now we have it. I think it's boring. Nothing is funny in this one. <laughs> Nothing happens for a long time. There is too much talking. Harry just sits and sits and doesn't get to be with Ron or Hermione very much. That's sad. Then here we go. They keep talking about stuff that happened in the other books that I can't really remember very much. And my grandma can't remember too. I wish it was shorter. I keep going to sleep when she reads it to me. And I hate to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking can't stand it. What an amazing... What a criticism That's of of strange. the Goblet of Fire specifically. I hate to go. To I hate to go. It keeps talking about all the things that happen in the other books, and I can't remember <laughs> what they are. And nor can Alzheimer's riddled grandma. Got another short one for you from Kathy on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Two stars. So okay, well there, there you go. And this is actually, we're going to allow that though. Yeah, this is a review of the film Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Okay, bold. Seemed like on Goodreads.com. Yeah, no, this is on Amazon. <laughs> Seemed like Spy Kids. Not impressed after years of hearing hype. That's just it. Oh, okay. You've seen Spy Kids. I've seen Spy Kids, and to be honest, and when you've I seen saw Harry it, Potter, you've seen it twice. Well, yeah, you've <laughs> seen one, you've seen them all, haven't you? That's pretty good. Rowling has poor insights into things, and his Harry Potter is no more than an ordinary child story. Nothing in the book is of Rowling's own creation. Everything <clears throat> he just borrows it from somewhere else. For instance, the idea of a wizard nor goblin is new. <laughs> Oh, yeah. About the story and the plot, obviously Rowling has just adapted such a recipe. Start introducing characters, something unexpected happens, band of children miraculously solve the mystery and become heroes. More than thousands have used in making children's stories. Every book of J.K. Rowling is dull and is repetitive, as they all start with Harry having his summer holiday with the whatever it is, brackets, I don't care, and then goes back to school and something happens and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Talking about children's entertainment... I could find lots of, and then what do you think he's going to say? Uh, what, what characters and entertainment? I could find lots of talking about child entertainment. I could find lots of that are better than this. Uh, comic books? No, that's a good guess. Manga, Japanese anime. animation. Yes. <laughs> weird. Where I wouldn't have, wouldn't have. Yeah, no, no offense. Just expressing my opinions no, about this fine. book, which that's I fine. think it does not deserve all the popularity. Yeah, no. Well, that's a meaningless thing to think, unfortunately. Yeah. One star for Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets paperback on Amazon. Sadly, a young neighbour hacked into my computer and ordered this for herself without permission. <laughs> Did not. Not something I would ever order. <laughs> <laughs> like, who are you claiming that to? Like, that's why? Alex Jones. Someone yeah. hacked my servers, put child but even porn Even if that on did them. happen, why would you give it one star? Like, do you think they read it? Therefore, like, it must be bad. Very strange. Um, let's see if I've got another one. Uh, oh, here we are. This is an amazing review... Like it's it's largely quite dull, but there comes a point. Uh-huh. Well, firstly, they have a great image, and then secondly, out of nowhere, there is one of the maddest, most cruel opinions. Okay, that just my interest is peaked. Rowling is is good at action slash adventure, and the world she created is still brilliant. 
And that is as far as it goes. Her romances sucked the air off the moon. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the plot was completely regurgitated and predictable. Wow. The continuity had holes the size of an uncovered sewer in it. The sexual innuendo was well over the top for a children's book. All of the characters except for Neville deserved to die. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what goodness. do you mean? The message of choosing what's right over what's easy got partly lost somewhere. It read like a bad fanfic. I've got one from The Guardian. This is Anthony Holden reviewing, I think, Philosopher's Stone. Wow. Um, and I just want to read a paragraph from it. The article is called, Why Harry Potter Doesn't Cast a Spell Over Me. Mm. And this article uh, culminates in, What I do object to is a pedestrian ungrammatical prose style which has left me with a headache and a sense of wasted opportunity if Rowling is blessed with this magic gift of tapping into young minds I can only wish she had made better use of it her characters unlike life's are all black and white her storylines predictable the suspense minimal the sentimentality clawing every page did Harry like so many child heroes before him have to be yet another poignant orphan and obviously he's a I can't. I can't. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I do like the the. It's it's quite a common criticism, isn't it? Like I would say they, from what we found, fall into a few schools. Mad is a big one. Honestly, mad. Um, pretentious. This is that. Yeah. And the pretentious ones are. I re- I remember at the time there was like backlash about it, just because I guess there's backlash about anything that's so popular. But then the counter argument of like, why are you annoyed about? something that's getting kids to read anything. Yeah. Seems to kind of shut it down completely. As, Not for Anthony. As someone who has had the job of trying to get kids to read anything. Yeah. Honestly, if they read letters in any order on a page, <laughs> that's a bonus. it's a triumph. I've got one quick one for you here. Go on, then. Not good. One star. Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets widescreen edition DVD on Amazon. Mm. Okay. This is the part I hate. I hate it when Percy, Fred, George, Ron, Hermione and Harry were so mad at Mr. Malfoy. I hate the part when Hermione was too mad at Mr. Malfoy. And she said, we don't trust you. This is no joyful. This is a rat. (laughs) What? This person is seeing some real deleted scenes (laughs) that they made up in their own mangled mind. This is another review. Or another kid's review of The Goblet of Fire. Okay. I bought this book the day it came out, thinking it would be as good as the last three were. But I was disappointed. The book rambled on about nothing for its 700-plus page length. Wow. It was so cheesy, too. For example, imagine this as an, ep- as an example of cheese. Please. <laughs> Please. In the Triwizard Tournament, only three are chosen. And after a Hogwarts representative was chosen... Harry was chosen also to represent Hogwarts for some odd reason. Ugh, it's cheesy. It's weird. It's cheap. It it's not a central plot. If, if he was just watching it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> watching those three spectator <clears throat> events. Uh, and the love interest part. Harry has shown no interest before in girls. Now he's swooning over a fat French girl who talks like an idiot. <laughs> what? <laughs> a fat French girl? <laughs> Talks like an idiot. That's, first of all, racist. <laughs> and second of all, inaccurate. Yeah. What they've just I think they're that. talking about the Delacour twin. Yeah. Who isn't fat. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't doesn't talk like an idiot. So I thought that was a bold It's a bold start. Bold criticism. Well it's impressive. And I guess if you have a, a new take, then it is de facto good. Yeah. And that's true of not just reviews, but of politics and stuff as well. And that's why it's good to to kind of be mindlessly contrarian sometimes, mm. because you will find a good and valid point. This is a, a, a little bit of a longer one. Uh-huh. Um, and this, again, is such an amazing criticism. Another one that I don't think you could see coming, not in the form that it takes. Okay. Um, and there's... This person is, you know, when someone's so close to to getting the point. I know. And yet so far, this is them. This book ruined the series for me. This is from B. Bolchik 43 on August 11th, 2003. 
of the Order of the Phoenix. Well, what can I say? I used to be a tremendous fan of Harry Potter. I've read the first four books so many times it's ridiculous. I loved them. However, after reading this book, I can't stand to read any of them anymore. It's tainted even the previous. I thought it was truly awful. Harry, who has always been entertaining and relatively upbeat, was depressing. Yeah, he was. Sure, he has reason to be, but it wasn't in the first four books, which is why they were so good. His life had hardship, but Rowling didn't make you feel so bad about it Mm. (laughs) that it ruined the book. In the fifth book, however, all you read about is bad things. He's bitter in the beginning about being left out, and from that, things only get worse. He has a horrible teacher, he's kicked off the Quidditch team, and, as a horrible finale, his godfather is killed. No. His parents were previously killed, and now his godfather is gone. At one point, she even has him believing he'll come back as a ghost. But he doesn't. (laughs) Making it almost as though he loses him not once, but twice. God, how could she have dropped the ball like that? Also, the twins drop out, and Cho is completely disappointing. (laughs) Before, there was very little romance-related issues. I understand that now he's getting older, but if he's going to like someone, couldn't Rowling have at least made it someone that treated him better, or someone that her reading audience could have liked? She's not isn't she? It was as though nothing went right in this book. (laughs) It it ruined the other ones for me, because it's sad to think how depressed he gets. Brackets. For good reason. (laughs) I just couldn't like this book. It was truly disappointing to me. I finished within 15 hours after buying it, and it was a waste of time. I shouldn't have even read it, much less wasted time standing in line to get it the minute it was released. Rowling, why did you feel the need to take away one of the only people Harry has to look up to? This book took forever to come out, however... I wish it never had. Wow. That person's really resentful of what JK has done to, to their time. I know. And like vampires. To, to, to a mere 15 hours of their yeah. life. And it's, he does raise an interesting point because I, I wonder if she remembered when killing Sirius that Harry's parents were dead. Yeah. That, that, is, that is too much. It's repetitive as well. It's, we, we all saw it coming. It's, it's a bit too sad. It becomes a bit unbelievable at that point because no one's had three close family no, no, members no, done no, no, no. ever especially in fiction no well obviously not because it's because everyone knows it's too much you can't do that to the readers is what i would say to jk if, if she were here now i'd say look yeah you can't you can't do that to the readers and i mean there there is like something in that idea i remember really clearly um uh on my dvd of the exorcist uh-huh. there's a commentary from Bill Blatty, who yeah. wrote the book, talking about the writing process did for it. Did he write the screenplay? Yeah, he did adapt it for the screenplay. He did one of them. But it, he was talking about the writing of the novel. And he said that he got to like a, a certain point. He got to the point where uh, Merrin yeah. dies. <clears throat> Spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he sort of like was a, a sort of a bit, bit of a break. And a guy he knew in publishing agreed to come over and read it and so he came over and he gave him the manuscript and the guy sat in the corner of the room and uh and like read it in one sitting over like a a couple of hours and then sat down and he was like (sighs) like kind of sweating a little bit shaking a little bit and put it down and uh and he was like it's a that's a terrifying ending and he was like oh no no Bill went, no, 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 this, 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 this is only the beginning. I'm going to have, uh, Karis <clears throat> takes over the exorcism and he starts having conversations with the demon who at that point is going to claim to have been, uh, an intimate relation of Christ's in Palestine. Yeah. And, and, and the guy just went, stop. He went, <laughs> he went you cannot do that. He went, that. you cannot do that to your reader. Stop. And got like really angry at him. And he was like, so I decided to throw him out the window. <laughs> <laughs> so, good. I mean, I, I understand their criticism well, of, was, of it being too much. That was but, basically the same as that. Yeah, except that this was, was in the... Because she was about to make Harry an intimate relationship of Christ in Palestine. Yeah. <laughs> there, but and, the grace of course, of the 300 pages of The Exorcist is tantamount to the 2,000-odd pages of, of Harry Potter up to yeah, that yeah, point. Yeah. So, yeah. You don't want to cram in too much. No, Because exactly. at the end of the day, who even cares about the Chamber of Secrets? Strike who, that one away. Who does care about the Chamber of Secrets? Not me. Not us. Not me, that's for sure. That's a strong task stance. Someone wrote a really long one about Half-Blood Prince being worse than malaria. 
Wow. That was bold. What a big claim. It was It was one of the most pretentious things I've ever read that I honestly <laughs> refused to read it. it yeah, was, send it to me for our fair review. I will. There was a good one here as, as well about... This was an amazing criticism of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> there was a man, a real grown-up adult man, reading this book. This has one of the best twists okay. of a review we've had so far. A real grown-up adult man reading this book on the tube this morning, as brazen as you like, no shame whatsoever, as bold as brass, reading his little heart out, he believed that what he was doing was acceptable and normal. It's not. Mm. Has the whole world gone mad? For God's sake, Gord spelt G-A-W-D. This is a baby book, <laughs> a tale of wizards with beards, black mats, and dodgy 1960 winkle picker boots. Wake up. Snap my fingers and you will wake up from the heavy hypnotic state that has ensnared you. One, two, three, and awake. Awaken from your stupor and realise it's all guff. Not a book to read at all. The third time I read it, it just made me (laughs) mad. (laughs) Oh, the third time I read it on the chat. For I was that man. And manages to end with an even better sentence. Don't bother. Get hold of Enid Blyton quick. Brackets. Her books, I mean, she has passed away. <laughs> dumb. Stupid and dumb. It is, uh, it's tragic yeah. that people yeah, end up in this. Yeah, it's tragic that people. Yeah. Stop. Um, I just want to do this one last one. Yeah. Uh, that again has, it's sort of like a general criticism that then turns into one of the most singularly dull and <laughs> niche criticisms okay. that there could be. It's so, so sad. It's As a awesome. huge Potter fan from the beginning and waiting 10 years with anticipation of the climactic series finale, I can't help but feel betrayed, let down, and honestly, somewhat nauseated. It's such a shame that she either got tired of writing or just playing greedy but to destroy such a brilliantly gifted story, it's deplorable. Wow. Imagine that. Deplorable, she says. Uh, Clearly, this last book was not well planned and is a complete antithesis of the other six books. Each character is nearly a shell of its former self, taking on characteristics that are disturbingly erroneous. Mm. Where was Forks? Yeah. Where he left. (laughs) That's their big problem. Where was Fox? And now with the latest revelation about Dumbledore, she seriously needs to shut her mouth now. Whoa. Now that the series is complete and let people's imagination take hold. Leave it alone. I, for one, am speechless. All I can do, all I can do is shake my head. It took me four days to read this book. Four and I'm sorry that I'm about to read this sentence. Okay. Because it hurts me and my soul to okay. read it. <clears throat> it took me four days to read this book. Four. I, little miss, read the Harry Potter books in 10 hours straight. Put this book down voluntarily for three nights in a row. It took all my self-discipline not to throw it across the room. Wow. That's it. And the epilogue sucked. Mic drop moment. Well, that's it. Imagine such a negative review from her. Little Miss, read the Harry Potter books in 10 hours straight. Because she knows what she's talking about. She's a super fan. She's an authority. Yeah. She's a know-it-all, but I mean that in a good way. Oh, She knows it it all. You don't mean it. And I'm impressed by that. You don't mean it in the conventional sense of of, of her being... a hot knower. Of, of Potter oh, Law. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's what I took from the review. And I don't know if you got you've the same. you turned on a dime. You now also I think the epilogue sucks. Dumb, idiot books. Yeah. Where was where was Forks? Huh? Where? He I've flew away. Word in he flew books. away. He could have flown back. He is a bird. If he kept flying, he would have circled back eventually. Straight Riddle back me round. this rolling. Come on then, love. Bring the bird back, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so there we have it. A whole host of Harry Potter hell mm. for us to enjoy. Um, I like bad reviews in general. And I think I think the very act of writing a review as a non-professional reviewer, which in fact, yeah, all except that Guardian one were. Because yeah. even the woman who's writing for Christianity Today could have written about 
something I don't know to do with Christianity. That's, that's also I'm going to say not a profession. <laughs> Whoa, slow down there, pal. She could have written about different flavors of host for the week or something, or yeah. a new prayer that she's learned. Why Christ must be a Merlot. Yeah, um, and it's interesting, therefore, that the people. There's a self-selection at work in the very people who choose to write reviews about something. And I'm aware of it in myself because I've reviewed a few, very few things in my life, normally to provoke some kind of effect or reaction. Yeah. Um, but when I do it, I'm aware of like, there's an innate ridiculousness in thinking that what, what I have to say have to matters say. Yeah, exactly. even slightly about some especially about something as universally lauded and as culturally impactful as Harry Potter like yeah. imagine thinking that your take was worthy of 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 really anyone's notice and it's fine if you don't like it that's yeah. not saying you don't have to like it but it's just a a small warning that if your problem is like why didn't my specific favorite avian character return yeah. for the final book or if it's something along the lines of it was too scary for me or it was along the lines of... My neighbour hacked my computer. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't make you want to water the plants. Like, yeah, it's a bit it, niche. It, it probably doesn't matter. Like, it's fine. Just don't enjoy... I I mean, so, the fact that some people find these reviews useful, I that can only assume is, is irony on people's part because it is impossible for any of the things we've read today to be useful to anyone. And for anything. Well, yes. Yeah. I think as well um, that there's an element in which reviewers, especially of books or especially of fictional things, their complaint is essentially one that they've thought themselves into where they like invent what it should be and then hold it up with what it is and think that their version is the right one. Yeah, that their expectations. The of the book. Yeah. So like I was telling you <clears throat> that I was browsing between reading Half-Blood Prince and deathly hallows i was reading through some threads on this oh, old yes. website called like the leaky i think it's the leaky cauldron or muggle net or some shit um threads fr from the time that it was published um there was this very popular theory there were a few amazing ones one that the goblet of fire was going to be called something like harry potter and the the big green torch or something <laughs> so fucking oh, yeah. dumb but but so widely accepted they were like they, they even started referring to it as whatever the equivalent of like BGT is, which amused me a lot. Um, but this, this theory, this idea was that because a lot of Harpler Prince is about learning to do spells without talking, that when Snape kills Dumbledore, he actually says a spell, but he's thinking a different one. So he, he knocks thinking, him away. He's green thinking sparks. green sparks and fly away and have a cracked head when you land. Yeah. Uh, and we'll he says that as a big trick. And they talked about this so much in the intervening period that it became fact for this, maybe only a few thousand people who frequented the forum at the time, probably more, to be honest, this was just gospel. This was it. And so it fact, came though. as something of a tragedy travesty and shock and was met with characteristic TTS. brutality and total just confusion and rage when it turned out that no Dumbledore was killed just like the book said <laughs> just because they'd imagined it didn't mean it had to be true or was good what I want to know is at what point each of the people who believed this theory realised that they were wrong like because at the beginning it's like chapter 2 I think of Deathly Hallows there's that uh, lengthy uh, Rita Skeeter article yeah, about yeah, Dumbledore yeah. that's kind of like the character. And I imagine a few people realised then, but I think most were probably sitting there chuckling like, this oh, is clever this is, he's going to come back and like, she'll get some comeuppance. And, is oh. that about me? And then they're like halfway through and they're like, no hmm. specific mention of Dumbledore yet, but... Blue eye in the mirror. Yeah, but we haven't got back to Hogwarts yet yeah. as well. And then we get back to Hogwarts, and the Battle of Hogwarts is going, and there's here the he comes, and then and then there's like epilogue, oh. maybe ah, uh, oh. and then just sort of putting it down, copyright page, <laughs> <laughs> maybe if we the first letter of each chapter, it is easy to imagine the few seconds of of like dawning realization followed by the insatiable urge to write a one star review that would follow, yeah. And I guess our message today is uh, don't be doing that. Don't. I've been Isaac. I've been Declan. See you soon. Bye. Bye.
necessities Simple bare necessities Forget about your worries and your strife I mean the bare necessities Oh, Mother Nature's recipes That bring the bare necessities of life For me, the bare necessities of life will come to you. Come to you. 